Welcome to My Existential Life Crisis. This is a podcast about how pop culture helps me deal. I'm your host, Russell Heiss. And uh, our other host, Chastity, has um, just doesn't feel like doing a podcast today. That's untrue and unfair. What? I, ta- I texted her before this, and she said... <laughs> She, her allergies are really bothering her, and you guys did do a whole lot of peopling yesterday. Hence, she doesn't feel like doing a podcast today. It's more like she doesn't feel like peopling today, which is different than doing a podcast. That is very true. Okay. I think if it were just you and her. Sorry, I just had to defend my friend who is not (laughs) here to to defend herself. (laughs) Well. Very true, and thank you. I can sometimes be a little insensitive about uh, about some stuff, so. I just, I didn't want people, out, your listeners, to be like, oh, she she's just, like basically, she just didn't want to, she just didn't feel yeah. like doing this with us today? No. Okay, cool, no. We did, uh, <laughs> we did a ton of peopling, which actually kind of brings me into something I was about to bring up. Oh, did, were you aware that, um, I, mean, I know Nicole was, but, mm-hmm. so, in the future, I don't know how far down the road we're going to open up a pizza oh, shop. I'm so excited. Yeah. Okay, so. I, I almost came and got pizza yesterday. You, you, well. Well, next time. Next time. Next time. A hundred percent. I was going to say, do you want to introduce us or. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> I was like, I mean, are we just going to go by it's you fine. and Nicole? Okay, cool. Yeah, no, no I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> Here, we've got Nicole uh, returning again for this uh, Star Trek uh, podcast. And then we have our friend Josh. Um, why am I blanking on your last name? I don't know. I guess it doesn't really matter. Doesn't, Josh Bishop. There but we yeah, go. there we go. Yeah. <laughs> you got it in the end. So yeah. I am really excited to talk to you. Josh. I'm excited about, about this. this. Um, so, right, but back about the pizza thing. So, yes, yes. we are doing, um, so we did this, like, and I want to call it gorilla pe- pop-up, gorilla pop-up pizza. It was pop-up definitely pizza. a pop-up, like, like just insane, like, oh my gosh. home pizza making, yeah. but, like, at a professional-ish level. Yeah. Yeah, you guys, <laughs> you guys have no idea what, I bought a commercial pizza oven. I'm so stoked for you on this. I put it in the basement. I had to run a, like 220 volt electrical for it, and for those of you who know me, know that that's like kind of not a big deal. I did <laughs> everything in the room that we're in now, mm-hmm. like including the electrical. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's, it's kind of yeah, I just build no big stuff. deal. You know, no big deal. It's fine. Right. But this pizza <laughs> oven is a double deck, mm-hmm. dual dual control pizza oven, so it gets up to like 850 degrees. Can I warm my coat in it though? Mm, no okay no i do actually oddly enough we've got a uh you have a coat warmer is, no, is that what you're about to a, tell we've me we got a warming drawer sitting in my storage unit for for clothing or like for food well for food but people buy them for like towels and shit yeah really yeah uh-huh. I know that they make, okay, this is like completely off topic and Chaz would be like in here like, all right, guys, <laughs> rate it in. But I know that they make like dryers that have like a warming feature. Yeah. Yeah. You can just like hang your shit in there and just yeah. warm it up. Mm. And that's amazing to yeah. me. It's but kind of a wrinkle release type of freshening system. Sure, sure. It's pretty cool. I mean, I, I it's not something I would ever buy for myself. I don't think that I need it. 
No, I don't think that it's necessary. But like, if you're gonna go out on a cold day and like you're in like New England weather and it's snowing and shit, that sounds like it would be fucking amazing. I don't know, man. Just grow some warm balls. up some socks too. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, okay. I don't want warm socks. Yeah. When you come in from the cold and your feet okay, are maybe, frostbitten, yeah. okay, that's like fine. Ah. I'll take I get it. I get it. Speaking of <laughs> frostbitten, when I was like seven years old, I uh, I lived in Germany. And I remember going out on an adventure with a friend. And, like, this was before the army base had, like, a fence around it. So we had complete access to everywhere. Wow. So, yeah, it, it was, it was quite amazing. insane. Yeah. That the base would so, not have any fences. You guys. Well, so this is Germany. Mm-hmm. And Germany and U.S. had, like, super tight, like, relations until, like, But I'm thinking in the United States... Because they don't trust us. Well, duh. Right. We can't trust our own people. How can no. we trust the Germans? They invaded an entire <laughs> continent. I love saying. Germany. But I went out on this adventure after school without telling my parents. And I had a book of matches. And we were going to build a mm. little. And by the way, it was snowing. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I came this close to getting uh, frostbite. From yeah. being out. From being out exposed for so you know, your wet clothes, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, walking home from school. It's like you're not fully prepared. No, By not the way, for I, an I walked to school in the snow. Uphill both ways. I did, did. Yeah. 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 I did. Legit. And I love that I can share that story with my kids and they're like, so Yeah, whatever. <laughs> like, no, <laughs> guys, like, no, I did. Like, really? When we went to Germany a few years ago, I was like, That's where I used to live. And they were like, <laughs> We still don't know. It was cold. Yeah. Anyway. But I bet you wish you'd had that drier, warmer thing for yeah. your gloves and stuff. I, I don't I don't know. Exactly. I just, you know it's one of those luxuries like uh, unnecessary, an instant but hot water dispenser or garbage disposal. Ooh. You don't realize that you need or want in your life. Yeah. Anyway, pizza pop-up happened pizza last pop-up. night, yesterday. We yep. From 6, from 5 to 6 p.m., we Isn't gave out they? 18 pizzas. Yeah. I, we gave away. Up. Yeah. We showed up and like three other cars rolled in behind us. And mm-hmm. I was like, ooh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is a lot of, this is intense. Everybody's showing up at once. I would lose yeah. it. It was How so How did fun. you guys, I mean, I know it's Chad's so a master planner. So I'm sure she had everything like timed out. She told us, be here by 545 or like at 545. So I was like, that is our appointed time. Do not show up early. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Chas is remarkable with the scheduling she's a planner and i love that yeah she uh so stella got in on the action nice and like uh, my life was going to take one of two directions and one was the unknown and the other was being a chef i loved being in the kitchen Mm -hmm. i loved it so much that it was a it was one of those like serious consideration moments in your life. I don't know if you guys have had that. I'd like, I'm sure obviously I have mean, since you're like adults now at this point, you're like, are we, <laughs> it doesn't I feel mean, like we're it. About to, we are about to spend an hour talking about Star Trek. Yeah. So I don't know how adult that is, but I'm on board. And I feel like the conversation is treading into another, what Chaz would say, a whole nother episode. But I um, Okay. Another whole episode. episode. Yeah. Sorry, I have to correct you because Chas would be like, 
another does is not a word. Oh, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> I hello friends. I educate children. I should not speak that way, but I mean, you could always preface it and say that there was an apostrophe before <laughs> yes. the end. Yes. You know, it's going to find its way in the dictionary. Yeah. I mean, it is if it mm-hmm. hasn't already. Yeah. Absolutely. Anyway. All right. Anyway. Yeah. Moving along. So I I got like super teary. Like I started crying yesterday. Aww. Like Stella was super pumped. And the idea that, like, it felt like I was back in the kitchen hustling for that, like, the, the rush, getting in the weeds. Yeah. And it was so thrilling and exciting. I just, I felt at home, and I was thriving, and Chas was like, I don't know how you like this. And I'm like, it's... It's the chaos. It's the chaos. I have control over that chaos. Right. It's control chaos. It. Love it. Yeah. Anyway, so that was that was our evening. Um but yeah, I don't, then I don't, you guys I don't know how to transition to the next that's, like, topic I mean, here. But I like, mean, I fun. wanted to spend the rest of my evening watching television because. But then you guys also had something else to do at six, and it's like you just peopled a whole lot. Oh yeah, that's right. People, we peopled, we, we peopled, peopled a whole lot. So yeah. we gave a bunch of pizzas away, and then you know went and peopled, peopled. with people. Yeah, we went to the uh, Maymont uh, light thingy. Uh, oh cool. Yeah, how yeah. was it? In, in, um. So, uh, it was great. I actually, I think, I, like, yeah, I'm, it was a lot of people, more people than I was comfortable with. Yeah. But, mm. but uh, the lights were really neat. Roy was, like, nonplussed about it. <laughs> so, he was like, yeah, it's lights. I'm like, but we got to have conversation and talk about cool stuff. And, like, we got to carry around those big lighted blocks that were supposed to be seats and not to be carried around. And we showed this little kid how to do, like, change the lights. So, wait, you carried blocks? Okay. We'll talk about this afterwards. Anyway. The rule follower in me is like, you you did, you broke the rule. You broke the rule. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then taught little kids how to break the rule. Absolutely. Neat. Love it. Love it. Neat. Right. So Chas has peopled out. Anyway. So (laughs) I've I've been thinking about this podcast lately and how it has, um, it, it was initially supposed to be this like podcast about how pop culture, like, and, and I was thinking pop culture is in, like, media, music, and movies and shows that have, like, helped be formative or uh, helpful in me dealing with life. But, you know, like, satire is pop culture, right? Mm-hmm. Like, our life today and what we're dealing with is pop culture. And, you know, like, our jobs, like, whatever job we have... Am I allowed to tell about where you work? Sure, we or... can uh, use fruit stand. Okay, the fruit stand. Yes, yeah. I like that. The, the technologically advanced fruit stand. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I like to refer to it as. It's well, so like that's pop culture for goodness sake. Oh yeah, right. So I feel like they invented a good portion of pop culture. <laughs> they did. They did. Uh, so I, f- I feel like. You know, the fact that, like, last episode was working in the kitchens and, like, dining. And if that's not pop culture, I don't know what is. And I've just been, like, thinking about how to justify some of the topics and tangents we go on and discuss and how that is helping me deal. But and it's just one of these interesting things that, like, this is life. And I figure we just kind of, like, meander through these topics and see what's what. So today's topic is Star Trek. Yes. And I got to tell you, Josh, I was really surprised when I put out feelers on Facebook to see 
who was going to join us. And you said Star Trek, and I was just like, yes, okay. I, I said Star Trek. Now. And I have always associated you with Star the other. Wars. Star Wars, yeah. <laughs> and I love Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, it's one of the first movies I remember watching was Star Wars. So I am really excited to talk <laughs> to you about Star Trek. So Josh is a remarkable individual who does like incredible cosplays. He's an incredible artist. And uh, just. Oh, thanks. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. He also has a really big um, pop. What's that thing? Pop. Pop. I got it like Funko Pop. Funko Pop. Funko Pop. I was like, oh, yeah. where are we What's going with I got, this? I got my um, Picard and Riker Funko Pops Perfect. in the back there. And then uh, I got Invader Zim. And then, of course, up there is. Um, What's his face oh, from? Oh, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. We... Chaos Theory. Ready to go. <laughs> yeah. You can't see it, but he it's the seductively laying on his side one. Mm. Chest exposed. Yes. It's very important. Yeah. What's really funny about that is, uh, I don't know, like there was some Etsy thing. They were like printing mouse pads with oh, yeah. him laid up like that. And oh, and pillowcases. I bought everything. Them. I bought mouse pads for the office. <laughs> do you remember that? I do remember that. Yeah. I do. I do. I do remember that. Mm. So. Amazing times. Yes. Amazing times. So Star Trek, Josh, you're amazing that you you wanted to join this. And then Nicole here is a newbie. And Chas was like, I don't I don't know if that combination is going to work. And I'm like, it's that's the whole purpose of this. I love it already. yeah. Yeah. Nicole I'm, just I literally started, like, just this started year. watching it in oh. 2021 because yeah. I, okay, so don't get me wrong. I'm a nerd of, of the highest order. I mean, I love Dungeons and Dragons. I love Star Wars. I, you know, Strange Brew is a thing. And oh, I love I've, Strange Brew. Yes. Chats won't watch it with me. I know. I watch, I listen to that episode. Yeah. Of yeah. <laughs> movies that my wife hates. I listened to it. I was like, it's such a I love stupid movie that you have to like. But they were also like, I was going to correct you on that they are actually Canadian and that the, it's haunted by the ghost of her father. And the stepfather <laughs> was trying to take over the whole thing. And there was like an evil villain who was trying to take over the world. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I need to watch it again. Clearly, it's, it's been way too long since I've seen that movie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, the steamroll. Oh, yes. Mm. Beautiful. Um, <laughs> but I started, I was always like, Star Trek's really not my thing. And it's more that uh, the William Shatner is not mm. my thing. Mm-hmm. Those episodes. Mm. It's like watching, okay, it's like watching Doctor Who. Yeah. And like watching the newer episodes of Doctor Who, like in the more, and I say recent years, but like really with Rose. Sure. Starting at Rose. Right. And then you look back and you're like, ugh. The older episodes from, like, the 70s, the 60s, and 70s were just, like, completely misogynistic and terrible. Yes. I tried watching them. I I tried going from the beginning. Right. And so, for me, like, Star Trek, you had to start at the beginning because I am a you-have-to-start-at-the-beginning kind of person Mm -hmm. when you start something. And I was like, I can't. And Russell's like, you should totally watch it. You would love it. And I did. I I watched, you know. Well, you're one of the reasons. You're one of the – you're – you got me watching Doctor Who in a kind of Love inadvertent way, but mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, so Star Trek. Um, that's actually one of the questions I was going to ask: is oh. when, <laughs> how old were you when you started watching Star Trek? And Josh, I'm dying to hear this. Uh, oh God, I, I had to have been unbelievably little because I even remember 
the Star Trek cartoon and watching oh, it as wow. it was airing. Nice. Um, or probably repeats because it would have been definitely post like when I was a child. I'm not mm-hmm. that old. I'm old, but not that, that old. <laughs> um, but I, I, you know, I think the biggest one that I remember like really watching and being invested in was when it was, you know, first broadcast was Next Generation. TNG. Mm-hmm. 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 That's, yeah. that's where I started watching. Yeah. So <sighs> I... I, I, and I've, I've racked my brain to remember this. I, you know, my first like sci-fi show movie that I remember watching was the um, uh, Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the second movie? Oh, um, Star Wars, Empire like Strikes a New Hope, Back? Empire Strikes yeah. Back. Mm-hmm. That was that was it. My grandmother recorded it for us and mailed it to us, and <laughs> nice. so I watched it on <laughs> repeat. Yes. Now. I mean, and I have a vague recollection of my mother saying that we watched one of the Star Wars in the theater when I was like a baby. I was born in 78, mm-hmm. so one of the Star Wars movies I actually apparently watched in the theater. I don't remember, but there you go. There you go. So I, I'm a little jealous of people who started early like mm-hmm. you. I, um, I remember watching little bits and pieces and watching kind of some of the TNG on TV as it was happening. Mm-hmm. but my band director in high school was a big Star Trek fan. And uh, he would come in after the most recent airing, and there would be a discussion about Star Trek before band started. Band. So I don't know. I don't. Fantastic. You were in band, weren't you? Yes. Pic- band piccolo? Flute, piccolo, Flute. Right. and bass. Right. Flute. Yeah. Were you in band? No musical instruments. Okay. Mm. All right. Were you in show choir? No, but I was in drama. Ah! So I, knew, I knew there was something. <laughs> yeah, the, the aura was there. <laughs> the performance aura was there. I did drama once. I did. I loved the musicals. I was not ever mm. cast as like anything important because I can't sing. Uh. But also I did like a lot of the one-act plays and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed oh, yeah. it. I was the wizard in The Wizard of Oz. Nice. <gasps> yeah. And I also did... What do they call it? Sounds like a, a, a morgue, mortician type thing. Um, where you speak like spoken monologue? word. Not monologue, no. but like, you know, like, anyway, like I did that. And then my grades were so bad that they were like, yeah, you can't do it anymore. And I had mm-hmm. already memorized Edgar Allan Poe's Telltale Heart. Like I was ready for it. Too. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was really fun. I wonder what life would have been like had that been uh-huh. a little bit different or had i been a little more invested in it anyway so i got into star trek um sort of by happenstance and i would watch a little bit of just um oh my gosh my mind totally went like deep space nine mm-hmm. my band director was such a trek trekkie trek nerd star trek, whatever you want to call him we did the opening theme <laughs> to deep space nine <laughs> <laughs> amazing so it you know honestly like the music there was really well done mm-hmm. so it was it was fun it was entertaining but i was more into like x files at that time of my yeah. life so i didn't really dive deep into star trek until i was living um uh over i call it so the building was todd lofts in uh in richmond here 
And I started buying the series and box set on eBay. Yeah. And I was, it was in the next generation Mm -hmm. because like, that's where you start for me. I couldn't get into uh, the earlier Mm -hmm. ones. Mm -hmm. So I started there and that was about 16 years ago and I was hooked. It was like the, all the extra money I had to, that wasn't going towards food at that time was also going to (laughs) buying Star Trek seasons and Chas was watching them with me. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and I just fell in love with the characters in a different way than you do when you're 14, Mm -hmm. 12, 13 years old. I think at that, at the age that I was exposed to it was probably 13. I would like to point out that the original series was only three years long. Correct. It was. It was only three years long. And how much of an impact was that? Right. But they had like... A gajillion movies after that, right? Like, let's see. They did. Let's see. Is it five? I'm, I want to say it's uh, five. They, the original series is one, two, three, four, five, six. Six, okay. Six films. Do they count generations in that? Uh, they do not. Okay, well, they so can't. They generations yeah. is for the next generation. Right. They, they have um, just the motion picture. Yes. Right. And then two, The Wrath of Khan. Yes. Then that three, was a good one. the uh, mm-hmm. search for Spock. Mm-hmm. Apparently, two is like many people's favorite Star Trek movie yeah. mm-hmm. of the original series. Wow. Have you watched any of them, Nicole? I, 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 I want to say I have, but probably not. You, I know that I've watched. You um, should start with two then. Yeah. Yeah, I know I've watched Generations, First Contact, and then Insurrection, and I'm yeah. not sure about Nemesis, but these are all the Next Generation. Yeah. So isn't it Insurrection where um, who is the dude from Venom and uh, uh, it's that's Nemesis? Well, yeah, Insurrection is you've got Tom Hardy. There playing. you go. Tom mm-hmm. Hardy nearly quit acting after that movie. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, he told me. Yeah, he told you. He came. <laughs> was it the prosthetic nose? I uh, it was a little bit of things. Okay. It was prosthetic nose. It was the acting. It was the weirdness. Yeah. To do with it, you know, he was like, "This is bullshit." Yeah. Like. Who the fuck's going to watch this? <laughs> everyone. 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 <laughs> In theater everyone. on opening night. Yes, yeah. of course All I of did. those right. people. All of them. So. I So I started watching it during, you know, uh, pandemic-y times, mm-hmm. obviously, because that's where we are. And also because my partner, he grew up watching this. And when I go into a series, I go into a series. Mm-hmm. It's like what I watch every single day for hours. And so I was I watched back to back to back to back to back episodes. You binged this. I did. I binged the entire and I'm gonna tell you that this this whole thing That's an investment. That is time. it's from yeah. nineteen eighty seven yeah. to nineteen ninety four. Yeah. Right. This was on seven, seven years, seven series. Yeah. yeah. And there's like twenty how many episodes per season? It's like 27? So 26 many. or something 26, like that. Yeah. So many. And I'm it's not insane. saying that as a complaint. I'm just like, there were so many. And I was just like. And they're 45 minutes. Yes. Yeah. And we've they're got Doctor like, Who's that's like, yeah, we're going to give you like eight episodes. Right. And make you wait three years right. between episodes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, right. But I I would, I was watching it back to back to back to back, days and days and days. And he, and he loves Star Trek, but he was like, I need a break. And I'm like, um, can we just no. finish this next episode? Yeah. And then we can like watch something else. So I'm actually really glad you talked about that because Josh, I'm not sure. Do you currently watch like Trek episodes? So 
this is the coolest thing about the the pandemic that has happened is I was able to get my son into Star Trek. Nice. And so he's 11 and it was, all right, we're going to start out. We know he's not going to be interested in the original series. We no, know right. it's just not going right. to happen. So encounter at Farpoint, let's go. We, you know, <laughs> pop it mm-hmm. on. And this is his face. If you can't see me, uh, his face was just shoot me now. I would rather just watch paint dry than watch this. Like, <laughs> That's kind of I, how our kids are. Yeah. I remember seeing, and I, yeah, I remember watching like episodes or parts of episodes growing up, and I was like, "That was so boring." Yeah, yeah. but then I, you know, who in the world like I an know. opening episode for an opening season, a first general like a, a first series? Yeah, yeah, like. Yeah, I'm sorry. Continue. Oh, but so he was just like, nope, not having it. And I was like, oh, okay. All right, I can understand it. And watching that episode again, I'm just like, okay, I get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're not into yeah. it. So I was like, okay, well, let's skip ahead. Let's skip ahead. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll talk about backstory, and we'll skip ahead to something more interesting. Right. And nope, Q episodes. Nope, not happening. Oh, my gosh. Q, a flipping oh. love. Q. We can go on a whole episode right. of Q. We're going to talk right. about Q in a moment. Um, oh, Q. <laughs> But then the thing was, we were like, you know, okay, so Diana and my wife, we were talking about, well, what's one of our favorites? And this may be unpopular opinion, mm-hmm. but Voyager is my favorite. I do uh, like series? Voyager. Voyager? Series, yeah. So well, I, I like Voyager, I, for I sure. I stopped watching Deep Space Nine because I was like, mm, this is all right. Yeah. And then I started watching Voyager, and I was like, you yeah. powerful yeah. bitch. Yeah. Wait, oh, yeah. you said you didn't like Voyager. I didn't, and then I got into it, yeah. but I did not like Deep Space Nine, and I have started okay. watching it again. All right. Look. All right. So Cisco's acting like whoever the actor is for Cisco, I can't yeah. remember his name. Oh, I'm yeah. so bad with this. Same. Like it, he sounds. Don't like worry. I pulled acting... up the Wikipedia. So, like I can say all research. Right uh, yeah. We sure. Don't... So he does. He like his acting seems so like stunted and stilted. Mm. Right. And like, uh, like. Oh, live performance esque, right? Where there's this like kind of and the way that he enunciates and, and, mm-hmm. and talks about things seems a little like weird. Yeah. And he smooths out after like the second or third season. Mm-hmm. So it's a little more kind of I think is that when he gets it. his goatee? I think so. Like I love that. the goatee. Yeah. 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 All right. I'm sorry. So yeah. you were saying you, you got you oh, went in on <laughs> Yeah, so Voyager. We start up Voyager, first episode. We're like, okay, fine, we're gonna we're gonna plow yeah. through this episode. And I just look at his face again, and now this is the opposite. This is he is invested, he loves it, he's watching it, and he's like, <laughs> Can we watch the next episode? And so we're like, Yes. So we have like Voyager was the one to get him hooked. Um, kind of, we took a break from watching like the seasons of Voyager and we watched the JJ Abrams movies and he was totally into it. Those are exciting. Um, Yeah. yeah. We watched first contact so that we could talk about the Borg, but we had to watch Voyager. So we had a full, yes. yes. Mm. So we had a full understanding of the doctor because of the funny doctor scene in first contact. So (laughs) all of that was, is great. So it's great to get him into it and, you know, he's, you know, super invested. So that's been kind of the fun thing. But, yes, currently we're watching Voyager and we were on the last season. Oh, yeah. man, that's so exciting. Well, I will say going from um, Jean-Luc Picard to Janeway was kind of like I feel like she constantly has to, like, validate her position as the captain, whereas 
Jean-Luc Picard was just like, you are the captain. Right. I've got a dick obvious. and balls, so right. I'm the fucking right. captain. Right. Even though exactly. we're supposed to be in this advanced society where those yeah. kinds of things don't matter or whatever, but I still feel like she's constantly having to like... And she is, mm-hmm. and I feel like maybe I'm wrong, and I don't watch documentaries on Star Trek. Right. Like, I'll watch things from time to time, but I feel like the, the writers clearly knew that they're writing for the future, but they're also they're writing, they're writing for now. Yes, yeah. For the society. So they know that, like, clearly women have a harder time. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna step outside of Star Trek for a moment, and I've 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 really had a hard time to deciding whether or not to talk about what I do for a living. Mm-hmm. Not that it's like anything like no, it's not, it's not like, like you're I'm doing fucking, anything like, that's private like, investigator. But, but or like it's not like there's anything to be embarrassed about. But I think no, it's, it's not more embarrassment. Like it's about you're like trying to keep it private so that customers and other people don't realize. I don't want to talk shit about like the work. Yeah. But you right. know what? Like I'll talk shit about the work. <laughs> so I I, I mean I talk shit all the time about the work. <laughs> I run an appliance repair business. Boom. Yeah. Done. It's and out there, people. I've been doing this for 20 years, and I am sick and fucking tired of it. <laughs> <laughs> I am really good at what I do. Same. But people call me not because they want to, but because they need to. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's a lot of frustration involved in this. But we also work with other large companies who have uh, clients who need service as well. Sure. And uh, Friday, I kind of jumped down the throat of one of their service uh, dispatchers, if you will. Mm-hmm. Coordinators, service coordinator. That's there a better sounding term. And I was like, yeah, you know what? Like, I'm kind of sick and tired of this. I feel like, you know, we we do, we do give our, I give my best. I could put my heart and soul into this. I love helping people. And I feel like I'm getting shit on daily. Like, yeah, and, no. and I don't want to feel like I'm getting shit on by the people who are asking me to do the work mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you. And she was, she, she's been, she was like, I've been doing this for 40 years. And usually we would get like a couple of negative complaints a month. And now it's like five plus a week. Wow. And I was telling Chas about it. About you or just in general? About this, this situation, this conversation. Oh. Okay. And, and Chas brought up the fact that uh, this woman who I've known her now for 15 plus years, and she is, she's a lovely woman, except for the fact that whatever software she's using uses all caps. Mm. She does oh, no. not change <laughs> to standard typing when sending emails. So everything is a it's shout. Like screaming at you and... And, and my office manager, I love him to death, but he cannot handle it because there is, like, protocol and tact involved in typing. Yeah. Right? There is, yeah. Absolutely. No. We, we know this because we are, what, what are we, we, Generation X, Generation Y? We're in the middle. Yeah. We're, like, right there. We're on this, like, who the fuck am I? I'm right. technically an older millennial. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Technically. It's okay. We'll you'll, let it you're an old soul. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I am, I have, I could go either way. You get it all. Yeah, I'm. Right, you understand. Yeah. So. I'm with you guys. Go ahead. I I told John, I'm like, dude, she's not going to change and she hasn't. It's been like this forever and people have brought it up. You have to just like picture it in lower caps, like, or lower case or whatever you call it. (laughs) But Chas brought up the fact that yes, like yesterday we were talking about it or the day before. 
And she was like, you know, how long has she been doing this? I said, 40 years. She's like, she is a woman in a man's industry. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She has to get her point across all the time. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. We are not yet so enlightened and advanced that this woman who I actually really like, she called me a friend. She called me a close friend on Friday after I called back to apologize for being an asshole to her. Well, I'm glad that you noticed that you were being an asshole. Because that doesn't often happen. No. Right. So (laughs) my poor wife, she has uh, opened my eyes to the inequalities of the world. Whereas when I was young, my my mother was a very strong woman. Mm -hmm. Like my parents' relationship was very like even in a way. Mm -hmm. Right. So my father did not was not uh, did not talk down to my mother as far as I knew. And it was all like a, a partnership. Right. Well, they fought um, for sure. Uh, but my first boss was a woman. And like, I just thought that women fucking ruled the world. <laughs> I mean, you're not so wrong. Yeah. To me, like, <laughs> it was not a, it was, it was a non-issue. Mm-hmm. And Chas was like, no, you can't take that for granted because of this. So poor Tracy is like, saying oh you know you should hear so and so he calls me at least once a week and like yells at me i'm like well that's not okay tracy i'm like i treat you with respect and the fact that she called me a friend was really nice mm-hmm. so janeway janeway has got to fight yeah all the fucking time yeah well not only does she have to do that because of her crew but then she takes on this whole other crew of like Dissidents. dissidents yeah Ooh, i love Ooh. that <laughs> but yeah like she takes on this whole other crew of people who are like mm, fuck you know yeah fuck, fuck you guys fuck with a male leader right right, right. Yeah. absolutely mm-hmm. oh gosh and that whole i love chakotay oh chakotay I, I, I like chakotay but i like tubak more oh yeah right we're gonna talk about our oh, favorites gosh. too uh, this way. is great mm. yeah very excited. Yeah. Very excited. So actually, I'm sorry. Did you have more to add? I was just going to say, like, I, I like, but the, the, the fact that the bad guy for like a lot of the first season is this woman who's <laughs> just like what manipulative. Who was her name? Oh, hold on. I've got it right here. She, she was the, like, uh, uh, Seska. 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 Oh yeah. She is one of my most hated people. She, she was perfect. Hands down. She yeah, was a perfect she was, oh, yeah. she, You hated her. Right. Yeah. That's, that was her purpose. And yeah. she fulfilled that purpose mm-hmm. perfectly. Yeah. What's fascinating is I got into, uh, the, the, this podcast, Josh, I'd recommend it to you. I've mentioned yes, it to you. Yes, you have. Uh, the Greatest Generation. Okay. Where they kind of like these two, like Star Trek nerds, are like just talk about Star. Talk talk, like they they went through and reviewed every episode of the next. They're they're currently in Voyager right now. Mm. Mm. I have binged it since the beginning of August, and I'm just about finished with the Next Generation. Nice, which is their first season. But then you now you have Deep Space Nine. I have Deep Space Nine, and then I got Voyager, and then I've got like Enterprise. Anyway, oh, these these guys have brought to light some really interesting things that I never really thought about. We as viewers really get wrapped up in the characters. Mm-hmm. And we think about the characters as fucking assholes. But they're engaging assholes. Mm-hmm. They are people who we are like, yeah, I actively dislike you. Holy shit. What the right. fuck were these people thinking about writing you in? Mm-hmm. 
Like we were and they knew exactly what they were, yeah. and they wrote right. them in they for that them purpose. In. Like we were supposed to hate Q, but I'm like, no. I don't think we were supposed to hate Q. I feel like I we were supposed to hate Q. him a little bit. Mm. I feel like he put everybody through a lot more than what they deserve. We're going to talk about Q in a moment. Okay. okay. So, He's got his own I'm separate. so ready. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love Q. I fucking love Q. But I I feel like like the, the, the greatest generation, Ben and Adam, have brought to light some... Because they are filmmakers themselves, mm. and they have brought to light some some really interesting things about characters and how they're written in. And I'm like, okay, yeah, they're an antagonistic character. Mm -hmm. And that makes that an intriguing and exciting episode mm -hmm. or relationship. So, Seska, for fuck's sake. Right. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think... I have some, I've got my list of favorites and dislikes, and I didn't want to use the word hate. As a child, my parents didn't want us to use the word hate. Sure. Right. So um, we've kind of passed that on to our kids. I don't like to say hate, but I think we say a little bit more, but mm -hmm. I just like dislike certain people. Strongly. So I strongly dislike this. I strongly person. dislike. So my, one of my favorite characters, we're going to move on to faves. Okay. Is Picard. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I, I don't know, Josh. How about you? Who's your favorite? Oh my gosh, I, there's a lot. There's a there's so much. I would almost have to do it by episode uh, or by, by series. <laughs> I, mean, no, I was no. like by episode. By I episode. don't know. Well, we no, have no. that kind of time. By series. I think um, that's actually a really good way to look at it. And I had to start thinking about series when I was going through my favorites list. Yeah, I, I mean, next gen it has to be data. Data's one of my favorite characters. Oh, I love data. Um, He's more fucking human than anybody else. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> The episodes where he got emotions. Oh, yeah. yeah. What was that one where he was singing that song? Something about dun, 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 dun. And he's like snapping and like singing. I don't, I can't oh. remember exactly that episode. I'm trying to remember too. Somebody's going to like comment about yeah, this. Yeah, they'll definitely like, comment. <laughs> it's in the comments. It's so if you're wondering, just go look in the comments. Just look in the comments. Sure, Someone Some, somebody else is going to talk about it. So I love data, but... I definitely got on this wharf kick. Oh, oh my wife <gasps> Chast loves mm. wharf. Wharf is her favorite. He's hands down. He just love like love him. First, he starts off as like this total douche canoe that you're just like, all right, who cares? We get it. We get it. You like you're to fight. Tough, dude. You're, you're a Klingon. Okay. We're coming we from it. the old series. This is something. Yeah, okay. right. We get it. And then eventually, like he gets his son, mm -hmm. which is like, oh my god, Worf get, has gets a his son that he ignores. Yes. He, I don't know that he... So he was trying to protect his son. In all Excuse fairness, me. he was trying to do the fatherly thing and protect his son <clears throat> from the reputa reputation because that's everything in Klingon's world. Your father's <laughs> reputation is everything. Yes, but he was a terrible father. Hence, the reason why the greatest generation brought to light some stuff that I never really <laughs> thought about. I'm like, holy shit, Worf is he a bad dad. Eventually became a better father. In my he opinion, he sent his son away yeah. to like but, boot camp. But he came back. You guys are missing the point. You, they brought no, him not back. Necessarily. You got to finish Deep Space Nine. Okay, his I, son I, comes back a full-on asshole. Oh damn it! Because yeah. I remember his son was like, "I don't want to fight," and Worf's like, "I don't know what to do with this," and like, so it was like a whole thing. 
<laughs> and then eventually he's like, you don't have to fight, and that's okay. And I was like, oh, that's so good. You made some personal growth. He also acted out in every single episode that he was in. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Like, there oh, was, yeah. I mean, that's the I mean, only like, reason he was in an episode. Oh, he's acting out again. Right. Otherwise, we never hear from him. Right, right. But he doesn't exist unless he's causing yeah. trouble. And I get that. But also, <laughs> as a teacher, I'm like, that kid has a lot of trauma. Like, his mom died. Yeah, she sure. was murdered. Yeah. The whole nine. Like, he, she was murdered. His dad didn't want to claim him for the first however long of his okay, life. Okay, let's talk about how hot the, 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 the mom the was. The mom is. What's oh, her yeah. name again? Like, she's smoking. Wait, now, the mom or the love interest? The mom. Who's the love interest? Oh, no, no, no. Well, you're right. It is the mom. The mom, yeah, because he ends up... Th- they are ma- they are mated for life. She's been in so many episodes across all of the series too, really? but not just was as she, a Klingon. Was she like Jeffrey Combs. She was a Q. We're gonna talk about. <gasps> was she? She was a Q in Voyager. Really? She was yeah, she the was? female Q in yeah. Voyager. Oh my gosh! That I'm they get together. To... Oh. This is recent this... in your mind. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched Voyager in a, a couple of years. Yeah, she was also some other very tall, uh, lovely woman in another episode of Voyager. Yeah, I yeah. love that yeah. that they just yeah. keep bringing her back. Yeah. The other thing I like about Star Trek is that there are. So this is the reason I wanted to watch it in order, and I really tried valiantly to watch Deep Space Nine because mm. there were like little bits of connections that happened between the series that like oh that makes sense that this is happening because they like they're like crossover episodes Mm -hmm. and they're like connections that you just wouldn't have known had you not watched the entire series and i'm like miles o'brien moving over to so great so yes i love i love watching o'brien go there but then his wife turns out who fucking hates keiko she's a all of us nobody likes keiko all right. Sorry, I just called her the C word. I'm sorry. It's one of my favorite right. words. We're going to talk about Keiko in a minute because she wasn't on my list, but she should have been. <laughs> and that's that's one of the things that like Ben and Adam from the next gen- the greatest generation talk about is like, how the fuck are they still married? Really? Like Honestly. there's that there's that one episode where like she's like, here's my food, and he's like, it's not fucking like oatmeal. Mm. <laughs> like I don't want this Japanese breakfast. What the fuck is this shit? And they're like, how in the world are you? Like, about to marry this woman or have married this woman and now she's like here's my food eat it and he's like fuck this shit right i like, want some oatmeal there's like no under cultural understanding between the two of them whatsoever there's no development and i really wish that's one of the things that okay because he was they, kind they, of a minor character though. he was kind of a minor character yeah. and they were building him up he was fantastic i love calling me oh yeah but they worked more on the relationship between Jedzia and Worf mm. than mm-hmm. they ever did on those two. Miles and Keiko, yeah. Miles yeah. and Keiko. Mm-hmm. So I. What's interesting is in Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one, and way off topic, but also on topic, <laughs> there's the like kind of regular dude um, that is part of the Nova squadron and mm-hmm. that's there and he has the alien family right. and you see him at the end but of the that's, movie that's, goes home and he's who's like shake and bake. Yeah. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're the guy. Yeah. Yes. I love that guy. Um, so, uh, yeah, how yeah. would it be if I won this one? 
<laughs> but at the end of the movie, he goes back to his family. And that's a, a better, like, vision of cultural understanding. Because right. even the small view in their apartment, like, you see how they are together. And he comes home and he's so happy to see them. And they're so loving. And it's not, right. like, this weird, awkward, like, even when Miles was with his daughter. Right. Like, she would come in and it would be the weirdest, most awkward thing. And it was like, is that the actor? Is that how they're doing this? Like, what yeah. is going on? It's so yeah. hard to know. And yeah. it's like, we're supposed to be part of this, like culturally aware like super just like everybody's really integrated we all kind of respect each other and then miles and you are the worst (laughs) they're terrible together i am i am still super bummed i am a you know this from previous episodes i don't know if you both know this i'm a motherfucking hopeless romantic yes you are give me a love story Mm -hmm. love it and i will love it all day long same so with in anything yeah. yeah yeah it could be a commercial oh yes. my gosh oh there's oh, like little like uh, what was the bubble gum like like oh yeah where they mint commercials yes, yes. where they were writing down oh, all gosh. like and he wrote like a drew a picture or something yeah. for her like every that's, time he gave her a piece of gum that's the kind of shit i, like, I would have done i remember the first we're way off topic here first <laughs> mixtape i ever made was for this uh this girl named shannon who i was like head over heels over and what's funny is now that i i didn't just occur to me until just now. <laughs> she kind of reminds me of Chas, this tall brunette, like sexy lady, who I'm like, oh yeah, clearly I had a type. Um, <laughs> but I was like, she dumped me for I don't know this like, sorry dude, if you're watching, I think your name was Matt or something. <laughs> like this Matt like short something. short round dude, and I'm like. It's all types, and I didn't like look at him as that like short round guy, but like he was kind of like this like this dude. I don't know where we got on this, but like uh, I don't know either. Yeah, I'm. We were so mad about Keiko that we kind of had to stop. Yeah, Yeah. Keiko. Fuck Keiko. All right, Keiko was not on my list, but she should have. She should have been. So Picard's my number one. Okay, Mm -hmm. right. So Picard's my number one for many reasons, and one and and I feel like we can like merge these two topics that I've written down about like Picard and leadership Mm. or the Mm. captains, right? Mm -hmm. So um, as as a person who has been surrounded by uh, varying degrees of leadership and training my entire life so as a member of the mormon church mm-hmm. um the 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 leadership is strong about like teaching you kind of how to lead mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and 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 not just lead but not judge while you're leading so i feel like that's critical mm-hmm. right right and, right and as a business owner now i feel so inadequate as a leader so it's remarkable whenever I watch these episodes and I see these conflicts and we got a, a cardboard cutout of Picard right behind Josh. So good. Yeah, moment. yeah. Um, he's looking over all of us. I feel like he's maybe a little disappointed right now. I don't know. I don't. Is it like, the smirk or the scowl? I, it's, the it's, it's kind of a little bit of a scowl. So funny story, and I love to share this story. For years, we would book a hotel wherever mm-hmm. we were going, and it wasn't a fancy hotel, but they would always like respond back, like, "So, is there anything we can do to make your stay more comfortable?" <laughs> and I would always respond, 
I would like a full-size cardboard cutout of Captain Jean-Luc Picard in our room waiting for us for yeah. years. Like, who the fuck wouldn't want that? No. I mean... <laughs> so, eventually, it never happened. But the... um. The Kempton Hotels, I'll give them credit, they really worked at this. They could not find what I was requesting, mm-hmm. but ended up putting in a framed picture, a, uh, a, framed, uh, a frame, a picture of Deadpool. <laughs> so I was like... <laughs> I mean, close, I guess? No, you know what, though? Like, it was still fantastic. It was right. one of the most fun things that it's happened to me. I mean, they a, literally a, could have printed off a picture of Jean-Luc Picard and put it in the frame They could have pulled so right. much better. But Deadpool, Deadpool was... They were like, this is close. There's... So there when they someone who has no idea <laughs> if we about can't get it at all, then we're just going way, way off. off. They're like, mm, that's so. <laughs> I was like, all right, why the fuck can't these guys find this shit? Like, where is? I'm giving them like a week. Let's find it, and they didn't have any. I couldn't find any anywhere online. Nowhere. Nobody was making them. And then about Even Jeff Bezos didn't have them. Yeah, oh, fuck Jeff. <laughs> But about a month ago, I found, I was like, I'm going to do another search. And here we go. It's not the one that I was thinking of, but it, it's from the next generation. Captain Picard, I, it was 40 bucks. And I, ordered it. I was like, I'm Money well spent. Money well spent. I know in Stella, <laughs> we have a library. And it sounds uh, luxurious, but it's really <laughs> a screened-in porch that has been turned into a library. So... Picard was sitting there in the library and would scare mm-hmm. the shit out of the kids every time they came in. <laughs> so Stella would put a little tissue over his head. <laughs> I finally brought him up here to the loft, but I don't know where to put him because he's, you know, we're, you know, anyway, whatever. Picard, I love Picard. Like his leadership mm-hmm. skills, his ability to uh, diagnose conflict mm-hmm. and present a solution. And this is where all of the captains have uh, impressed and motivated me and helped me try to be a better person mm-hmm. and how we, there is something about a leader that when, and we've all had that type of leader or boss in our life where we've gone to with conflict or problems and they come up with a solution that you're like, holy shit. I'm so surprised I didn't see it. It was so mm-hmm. simple. And as a boss, I feel like I miss a lot of that. My answers tend to be, well, customers can be assholes. So, like, we just kind of have to deal. And I know that's not the answer nor the proper solution. Right. Or when customers are assholes to the point that I have to divorce them and call mm-hmm. them up and tell them that their behavior was inappropriate. Mm-hmm. And we will not be helping them out. Mm-hmm. It, there is something about their leadership I admire so much. And so the writers of that show, their ability to write in this incredible like life lessons mm-hmm. and like people to emulate is mm-hmm. just super impressive. So yeah. Picard's my number one as far as like people to emulate and leaders to admire. Yeah. Love it. So, so there we go. Next up, I think, so many good ones. I think Q mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Garrick mm. are in a tie. I love Garrick. I love the Taylor. 
fucking love. I bought the book he wrote. Oh, really? The um, so the actor, uh, Andrew. Come on, Nicole. I'm looking. Yeah, Andrew, um, <laughs> whatever his last name is, wrote a book about Q, because and like just like Spock, mm-hmm. I love Spock. He's one of my faves. Just like Spock, just like Leonard Nimoy made the um, the Vulcans how of the Vulcans that we know now. Like, yeah. He created the Vulcan culture. Right. Like and only being a half Vulcan. Correct. He created the Vulcan culture. He, yeah. He did absolutely. it. And I feel like Garrick uh, writing a book is like Garrick, like Andrew Robinson. That's it. Andrew Robinson. I was like, I. Andrew Robinson. Of the list of people that made are on the Garrick. cast of this man. <laughs> I love Andrew Robinson. And, you know, <laughs> like I wrote the touch just a minute ago when we were talking about Keiko and Miles. But uh, Miles and Bashir make a better couple. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, I ship it every day. Oh. I love it. <laughs> Miles and like, Bashir. They get along really yeah. good. I mean, they're like best bros. They but are. like, maybe they could be in love. Maybe they could be a couple. Maybe Miles is like, yeah, Keiko's a fucking bitch. Peace Whoa. out, Keiko's. Maybe... Keiko and I just don't really get along very well and don't communicate well. <laughs> so peace out, Keiko. Not Keiko's a bitch. But well, yeah, she. I called oh, her a cunt sure. earlier, well, that's so that's true. on me. That's true. I'm like trying to correct you. Like, no, I did, I did call her a cunt. Never mind. Because <laughs> she's so complaining when they get to deep, the Deep Space Nine stage. And I'm like, well, dude, seriously? It's like on the edge of everything he's in starfleet did you not know like, that this was gonna she's also in starfleet like yeah. i don't understand why she's like not understanding his position yeah it's like an army wife i i go to some customers homes where the husband is like deployed somewhere else for like years mm-hmm. and the woman's like yeah i didn't want to go with him so i'm staying here i'm like what the fuck is wrong with you i can't i i can only imagine like maybe they've got ties to the area they have I don't kids what, i don't know what whatever, the fuck ever whatever but still she is also in starfleet so mm-hmm. like her not understanding his job is yeah. super frustrating yeah. to me because i'm like you Wait, what know she, what was she was she a botanist i have no i, I yes she was a botanist okay, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm Ugh. like i didn't I knew that nerd braid had it in there somewhere yes. um no, so i was thinking about people that i dislike yes let's hear a lot uh-huh <laughs> And I know, like, people are like, Quill Wheaton is whatever. And I have to say, Quill, Quill Wheaton, Wheaton. That's the way it has to be said. Uh-huh. I just kind of hated his character because it was just kind of like. Oh, I don't nah. know. I, I, I didn't like or dislike I, his character. I just, I, I don't that's know. what Josh, I'm saying. how do you feel about him? Yeah. I, he he was know, a guy. He was a guy. He was yeah. a guy. That's, and that's like, for someone who's supposedly so, like, popular and stuff like that, I think probably annoyed me more is like, you're just another, like, background character i guess i liked him more than i disliked him just because of stand by me and oh, that being my first you know mm. knowledge of this person yeah. as an actor and then seeing him a little bit older in the show that i was really interested in i was like oh that's fine that's cool yeah interesting no, that makes sense. i never well i didn't watch stand by me i watched oh, stand by so. me but i mean i, did I didn't realize much later. yeah i did not realize that will wheaton was yeah in that movie yeah. but also like his mom when she's all We've got to help the Borg. He's like, my son. Oh, you mean help the Borg. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm like, like, I'm like, no, we don't. 
do you not realize what they're trying to do here? Like, uh-uh, no. Mm-mm. And that was with uh, Hugh. Yes, yeah? Hugh, but Hugh turned out to be a well, fantastic. Hugh's awesome. Have oh, you yeah. watched Discovery yet? Yeah. Have you watched Discovery? I am. Oh, wait, like, I'm sorry. I'm first so, couple episodes. Picard. Have you yeah. watched Picard? No. I okay. watched. I I started watching some, but I'm you know again like. Mm. We're gonna talk about. Discovery I gotta get in a, a moment. Okay. I gotta get. I gotta get more of a taste of things. Yeah. I don't, I, don't and I really like watching things in order, and I yeah. think that's what's really holding me back. That's fair. Yeah. I really like watching them in order, and I'm yeah. trying Same. to grind through Deep Space Nine. I'm trying yeah. to finish up Voyager before I move into Picard. Right. That was the the one. So you're totally skipping over Enterprise. Oh, I've seen Enterprise. It's, and and I enjoy it. I love Jonathan Archer as a captain. He is a great captain. Oh, he fantastic. is like yeah. All right. I'm sorry. We're we're getting ahead of <laughs> we're getting ahead of it. So, like, any other favorite characters? Let's start with TNG. Favorite characters from TNG? TNG Data. Data. 100%. Data's your yeah. favorite. Um, if we go to um, Deep Space Nine, that that is such a toss-up. But I do love Jadzia Dax. Dax um, is the fucking yeah. best. Uh, she's, she's fantastic. Um, Terry Farrell, right? And I think that's her name. Mm-hmm. Uh, also yeah, they incredibly could, They, they wrote her lady. off in a real shitty way. Yeah, they did. Yeah. They did. They did her wrong. But Quark. Is oh I love Quark, Quark. love so Quark <laughs> and Odo. Their relationship Odo. is oh. just yeah. phenomenal. I love um, Odo. Yeah, I just finished watching the episode where he got sort of tricked, but not really, by the guy who was like, "Yeah, there's more shapeshifters." Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And the Dominion guy, right? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, the weird hair thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, who yeah. is actually hiding his daughter? Right. And like, uh-huh. a, like an asteroid or something like yeah. that. Something yeah. weird. And it was, he his family had been murdered, and, and his, he then decided, oh, I'm just going to kill all these people because they, oh. they murdered my family. Yes, okay. Anyway, but he had, like, the little locket that had the key. That, yeah. And he's like, no, it's a shape-shifting crystal thing. And basically. That, that turned out to be bullshit, right? Yeah, it was remember. total bullshit That's because right. it was a key to unlock this crate where his daughter was hiding. Because uh, he was trying right, to protect right, right. her from yeah. his government who, I guess, he was a dissident or something. I don't know. Whatever. I didn't like that guy. I don't remember his name, but he looked like a smarmy motherfucker. <laughs> I didn't like him. Well, he fucked and, up And I, I, I suppose that, like, that's the whole purpose of, like... Yeah. Like, uh, what do you call it when you casting? Casting, yeah. The purpose mm-hmm. of casting mm-hmm. is you're like, we got to find a smarmy looking motherfucker. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, and think about all the people that are typecast into that, yeah. too. They're like, <laughs> I'm never getting out of this. Never. never. I know, out like of Danny it. Trejo yeah. is always going always. to be a con- an ex con. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he is an ex con. Yeah. Like, yeah. good for you, dude. You made, some, like, yeah. you made, like, you did it. You did you it. You fucking did it. Yeah. Great job. Yeah. Yes. So I love Quark. Quark. I, I do like, I think a lot of the characters in DS9 are likable. Yeah. I Yeah. Um, Even the ones that you don't want to like. Yeah. Oh, like, oh. Like, um, uh, I'm, I'm, I've got written down here Jeffrey Combs. Uh, Every fucking character Jeffrey Combs has ever played, <laughs> you like, even if he's like the Dominion bad dude, <laughs> baddie. Yeah. Like, now I don't, you haven't got to him yet. No, you're not there. But, but I do. I also like Nog. I oh, like the relationship. Yeah. Who doesn't with like Nog? Nog, yeah. Nog and yeah. Cisco's son yeah. is like super adorable. Yeah. And I'm in the episode. What is Cisco's son's name? Why can't uh, I, it's Jake. not Benjamin? It's Jake. It's Jake. Yeah, yeah. Jake-o. So 
those two, and I'm just at the episode where I'm like, ooh, there's about to be a conflict because there's this girl and Nog's like all yes. into her. And Jake is like, at first, like, whatever. She's, she's like, fine. I'm tall, dark, and handsome. Yeah. Right. It's just Nog's fine, like I guess. a short little weirdo. I know. Uh-huh. Oh. You know, the actor that played Nog recently passed away. I yeah. did not know. A few that. years ago. Yeah. <clears throat> I did not he, know. He and, before uh, I um, cared about Star Trek. Ciroc, so. l- 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 I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but Sir, like he and Ciroc, like did a podcast mm-hmm. or like a video, like a kind of video slash podcast. Vlog. Vlog. I and I, I was watching their show for a while. They were going back through all the DS9 episodes, and it, it was a lot of fun uh, watching. So he, he recently passed away, mm-hmm. which was kind of a bit of a bummer. Yeah. But but it's I'm, I'm certain that there's going – I can feel the tension in the drama building, and I know that this girl was introduced just for that. Mm. Yeah. But – We'll see what happens. Yeah. Hopefully, the relationship stays intact. You'll have to wait and see. You'll and the, to, and yeah. it's going to be Thank bros you. before hoes, you know? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, down the list, let's see. DS9. Oh, man. You you, you hit them really good. Um, and But I love the relationship between Miles and Bashir. Oh, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. he fucking hates Bashir. Yeah. Do you remember that, the, like, I have, I have had road trips with people who were like Bashir, and I was Miles. <laughs> and we drove from Pennsylvania to Newport News. Oh, yeah. That's a good drive. With, like, oh, my gosh. I should have just totally kicked that ass out of the yeah. door. Like, and it, and it was a woman. Like, I should have just, like, dropped her off and bounced. I didn't know who the fuck she was. Like, why did I? Anyway, Bashir and Keiko. Are Bashir and uh, Miles, Miles. <laughs> L- love love those dudes. They are so good. But also Bashir and Garrick. Mm. Garrick is so exciting and mysterious. Yeah. <laughs> and there's something really alluring about him. And you know he cares a lot mm-hmm. about Cardassia. He cares a lot about like what's right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. He is a good dude in his heart, and you just know that from day one. But I just love that, like, yeah. yeah. Garrick. Garrick is the best. So, Voyager. Oh. Nicole, you started watching Voyager. A I did bit. start watching Voyager. Um, I mean, I love Captain Janeway. I mean, who doesn't love Captain Janeway if you don't love Captain Janeway? And Captain Janeway loves her coffee. Mm. Mm, yes. When they had to, oh, sorry. I'm just like, every time I think about it, I'm like, oh, they had to, like, restrict the amount of stuff that they're allowed to use like they can't (laughs) make all the food that they want and i'm so used to watching like i had just come off of like um watching jean-luc picard's crew just get whatever they want out of the machine and it was just like all the time whatever he whatever they wanted and now it's like oh shit yeah the ramifications of being lost in this other quadrant Mm -hmm. and not be and not it's gonna take you decades to get back mm-hmm. oh yeah that makes sense you'd have to like ration stuff right it would not work in today's society people could not handle that no there would be no. anarchy immediately toilet paper and paper towels right. from costco are a prime <laughs> we example could, we couldn't that we couldn't do that right now you know what's fascinating is that i i i, I don't always read like full articles mm-hmm. i'll read a headline and like kind of skim the article mm-hmm. i'm sure i'm not the only one so don't hate me <laughs> Um, but there is this, uh, there was this discussion or this article about the, where the energy or where the, where the matter comes from for the replicator. Mm. Mm -hmm. 
And yeah. That's, and that's poo. It is. It's poo. It's 100% waste. <laughs> yeah. But they have that... to have the energy to convert the waste oh, yeah. into other matter. Mm-hmm. That colors the replicators in a completely mm-hmm. different light right. right now. So, like, now I don't ever want a replicator. Because <laughs> you never want it to malfunction. Ever. No. Ever. <gasps> Have you oh, never God. thought about that, Nicole? No, I've never thought about that. <laughs> now it will be all I can think about every time someone uses yeah. the replicator. But also, can we just talk about the doctor from that but, show? Uh, that's next on my list. Uh, so the doctor. The doctor is also my favorite from Voyager. Yes. Yeah. And Who doesn't Seven of like Nine. The I, like their relationship to me yes. is yes. phenomenal. Oh gosh. Uh, there's so many great characters, and, and I know you said said Janeway, and yeah. and she is. She's a phenomenal character. She's a phenomenal captain. Right. Um, but there's so many great characters. Really, there are in that show that it's yeah. like, y- you know, I mean. Even Tom Paris and mm-hmm. you know Hen- Harry Kim, like the two of them, their relationship yes. is fantastic. <laughs> yes, they're that show is about relationships. It really is. Yes. And I love it so much. You have to think about you're going to be with these people for decades. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have to start developing like relationships, and the fact that they start thinking about pretty early on, like people are going to start pairing mm-hmm. off and having children, and yeah. then what do we do? Yeah, because mm-hmm. yeah. we weren't. This was not a ship built for that. And right, like, right. Dude, they should probably all be built for that from you now on. Absolutely. Yeah. They 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 are a um those relationships are really fascinating because like holy shit, what happens when you don't like somebody? Mm-hmm. Right. You know? Like Seska. Like uh, Seska. Only just kick her off the ship. Well. She she leaves and but Chakotay liked Seska well right. enough. Well enough. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they bump some uglies. Ah, yeah. Yeah. But I also kind of like love hate Neelix. Mm. Well, love. I loved. I, I love, like and don't him. like Neelix. At but who was who was um, Neelix's lady friend? Kess. 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 Who? Um, I don't know if you followed the news, but Kess, the actress who played Kess, <laughs> like, I like she's. Oh really? Yeah. Well, I mean, you have can't. Not. I'd, I'd, like, I think um, it's it's like uh, Screech from <laughs> okay. Screech Crazy. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. No. All our heroes. I know. All just our fallen heroes. Just don't even think about it. <laughs> no. But I like to your point about Seven of Nine and the Doctor's relationship is that like shows true growth. Mm-hmm. And it. Wh- I, I haven't even gotten to Seven of Nine. Oh. Right. One of the just things, you wait. <laughs> one of the things that I like about Star Trek is the the quite upfront exposure of growth and change. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So um, in the Mormon Church, we call it repentance. Right. So our ability as people to change, to adapt. Mm. I think that Star Trek really puts a fine point on that and what fascinates me most is like super conservative people and i've been to their homes and seen star trek memorabilia mm-hmm. in their homes mm-hmm. and i'm like how the fuck are you right well it's like, also how does the message of the church get lost on you so badly as well <laughs> right that's so like how does the yeah. message of star trek get lost on you so right so the, our ability to adapt and to change and to show these people adapting and changing and growing mm-hmm. because that's what life is. Mm-hmm. If we are still the same acute 
closed-minded, narrow individuals that we may have started out life as, if we can't grow beyond that, then, like, what's, like, where's the excitement? Mm-hmm. And I feel, I feel like you get, like, bitterness and growth. And so, like, the the relationship between certain characters, especially Bashir and Miles, is their growth and their change. Mm-hmm. And I love that. And so your, your point about the Doctor in Seven of Nine yeah. is really fun because Seven of Nine learns that she likes to sing. Yeah. And so mm. does the doctor. And you know, it may well, not be our type of enjoyment, but it's the it's that relationship in the Well growth. the doctor finds that he can fall in love. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, and he gets a crush on Seven of Nine. Yeah. Right. He well, this is before mm-hmm. like Seven of Nine. He mm-hmm. falls in love with this woman who has like this deadly disease. Mm-hmm. And he yeah. can't return her the to phage. her body. Yes, yeah. the phage. Oh. Yeah. That's pretty tough. That was an interesting mm-hmm. Yeah, because he uh, had like, this whole love story happen in one episode and then loses the love of his life. Yeah. Well, and like even I think an earlier episode was when he goes to the holodeck and he falls in love with, oh, yeah. you know, basically Freya. Yeah. Um, and like that was also phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Like, and she falls in love with him because you know, you know. he's made he's out perfect. to be this like yeah. perfect character. Yeah. Yeah. That's fun. Mm-hmm. Oh. Tuvok. Oh. Okay. Tuvok. I love and I love the memes about Tuvix. Thank you. <laughs> Tuvix. Yeah. I was just gonna say we have to bring up Tuvix. <laughs> have you have you have you met Tuvix yet? No. I've okay. seen oh. the Tuvok Tuvok. Okay. But we're not gonna spoil too much, but okay. yeah, Tuvix had to go. Listen, I cry at almost everything. <laughs> <laughs> that episode, I lost it. Lost it because it's one of those things where you're just like, oh, I don't know how to feel. Um, Yeah, no, it's so funny because and again, like watching Star Trek with my son, and every once in a while, like it'll be an episode. He he never shows emotion, and it's hilarious that he doesn't. (laughs) But I always do, and so he'll look over, and I'll see him looking over at me, and I'm like, I'm not crying. Um, Chas does that. I I find at this age in my life, I do get a little um, misty-eyed at certain things, too, for sure. Oh, full-on ugly cry. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. 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 Uh, Not a fan of Tuvix. Understood. I'm not a fan of Tuvix, but, like, the the whole, like, episode was great. And it was written really well. Mm -hmm. And we know that we couldn't keep Tuvix. Right. Of course we needed Tuvok. Because I forgot that Neelix, (laughs) I was like... Wait, yes. No, I have seen the episode with oh, Tuvix. Okay, yes. okay. But I was like, obviously we're not going to be able to keep him. Yeah. No, obviously yeah, we, can't. we can't. Because. Tim Russ is awesome. Oh, Kes, so good. Yeah. Tess couldn't be without mm-hmm. Neelix. And not yet. <laughs> for those who can't see my face, I was just like, oh, cool. So he dies? Is that what happens? Just you wait. Just you wait. Yep. But also, I will say, Cass and Neelix's relationship is kind of toxic. It's really oh. weird. It is weird. Yeah. Like, I'm not like, sure. Like, did he, like, supposed to be, like, groom? four years old, and he's all like, hey, baby. Yeah. I like, feel like, but it, like, her, to be fair, her society ages very, sure, like, right. rapidly. And, and I feel like that allows <laughs> us to, uh, to, to know. gloss over the fact that sure. he groomed her, right. I guess, is, like, what it is. Look at look at what the world can offer you, right? Anyway, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So anyway. we're gonna back up to TNG and talk about Vosh a little bit. Okay. I like Vosh. 
I, I need to be reminded about Bosch. Bosch? Okay, so uh, Picard goes to Ryza. Hence my, oh, my shirt. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. And, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes. Riker says, there we go. Riker yep. says, go buy a Horagon. And yeah. I've got a Horagon in the uh, right over there. How did, on the okay, shelf. so first thing, how did I not know what a Horagon was? Like, how did I not guess that that's what it was just from the name? <laughs> Horagon? Okay. I bought that Horagon and I would I would uh, put it out on the dresser for chess and be like I am seeking Jamaharan. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually sat downstairs on like one of our shelves for a little while. <laughs> but I liked Bosch. I think mm-hmm. Bosch was a great character. We see her again in DS9. Yeah, that's what I was gonna yeah. say. I think mm-hmm. we only see her once or twice in TNG. Mm-hmm. And then like Q sweeps her away. <laughs> yep. Yes, and then and she <laughs> ends up. Like being like, I need to get away from this toxic asshole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Like, so you're like, oh wow. Well, I guess Q, Q has to be a toxic asshole because he like he can't ever die. He can't die, and he knows, he knows everything. everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, he has to be like, it, it. I don't know. Like that's a discussion in its own. <laughs> so I like Vosh a lot. So let's talk about people who you love to hate. Ooh, Ducat. Ducat. Okay. Yeah. I I'm don't like Ducat, but I like Ducat. Mm-hmm. You know, like he does such a good job about being somebody that you're like, I am a little mixed about how I feel about you. Uh huh. And I, I, I'm sure there's people. Oh, okay, okay. Um, right, crazy eyes. That's what I'm thinking of, right? Uh, Gold Ducat, right? Gold Ducat, yeah. like the. Uh, no, no, no. That's Galron. 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 Oh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Lo- I love Galron hands down. Yeah. Like he is like yeah. You gotta love Galron. Yeah, I didn't really talk, like, make notes about, like, Klingon uh, um, culture too yeah. much, but I do like Galron mm-hmm. a lot. Galron's one that's like, holy shit, crazy eyes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. Ducat was the original leader of, um, or the, 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 the boss of the space station in DS9. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 yeah. Okay, right. no, no. So he was the super extremely manipulative guy who was like, yeah, well, you know, like, let's, you know, you ask me a question and I'm going to be like a politician. Mm-hmm. Talk about super something smooth. Else. Yeah. Right. He's a guy who you're like, yeah, he is crazy manipulative and nasty, mm-hmm. but like you like him. Yeah. I like, I. He's, he would be, I kind of feel like he'd be like your classic narcissist. Like mm-hmm. he just kind of puts on that front that everybody just kind of likes them. Yeah. Unless you're close to them. That's right. Oh yeah. That's a good so, like, one. You, he's, you he's an asshole until you get to know him. Right. That uh-huh. that kind of person where yeah. they're like, yeah, you just have to get to know him. No, they're an asshole and you're just used to being gaslit by them. And right. I think it's with like any of the characters that are like that. The ones right. that you love to hate, they're, they're written very you know specifically that what you are seeing as the viewer mm-hmm. is you're you're as the viewer you're kind of like you're on rails to see what this person is the mm-hmm. whole time yeah. whereas if you kind of step back from that and look at it from the point of view of all of the people around him you can 100% see that oh that's how he rose to power or that's how he got to be so liked by the people that like him right yeah um, and it's it's really interesting you know because we're guided by music and we're guided by edits and cuts yes. and things yes. like that as the viewer but when you're, you're a like, bad guy <laughs> you are a bad guy and yeah I know it but it, that's what makes this show so fascinating mm-hmm. there's so many layers yeah. 
to see. Yeah. I love it. Kai Wynn. Yeah. Who the fuck likes Kai Wynn? Wait, which one is Kai Wynn? Kai Wynn is Ugh. the next Kai after Kai uh, Opaka like, stays uh, at that one planet. She's the worst. Kai Wynn? Oh, Holy shit. <laughs> Another one that, again, like you just love to hate because she's so nice seemingly on the surface. Oh. And then, no. Oh. She is Southern Hospitality. Yes. Oh, bless your like, heart. Bless All your wrapped heart. Yes. Up. Like, I fucking so hate So I just watched Southern the episode where Kai Opaka stayed on the other planet. Mm-hmm. Yes. I just I, finished. Opaka is like my Kai. Mm-hmm. She's everybody's Kai. Yeah. Who the fuck doesn't like Opaka? <laughs> but, yes. But when I watched that episode, I was just really uncomfortable. <laughs> like... Oh, gosh. Why? Like, I'm going to need you guys to stop being so emotional about this woman. Like, and now you know why. Yeah. But, like, she, the, that planet was also, like, a perfect allegory for, like, why we just can't get out of this pandemic. Yep. That's right. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. People just, you are so right. It's like Star Trek just... like answers all of our questions. <laughs> Why can't it's we literally get a roadmap for everything? It's there. All we have to do is just watch <laughs> episode right, seven of season three right. of TNG and I, whatever that one is. Someone in the comments will comment sure what that is, but yeah. That's I mean, I can look it up on yeah. Wikipedia right sure. now. Sure, uh, Rolaren. Oh. I don't like. Her. Oh, I love Rolaren. But people love her. So Ben. Or Adam, I can't remember from the Greatest Generation. Like yeah. he's like, he loves Rolaren. Yeah, I think she's sexy mm. and like she's not my type. Yeah, and I think she's an asshole. So I don't like her. <laughs> and what I love is that in True Blood, if you ever watch True Blood, she yes. becomes like the main villain in True Blood. Oh. That actress, oh, which yes. is great, to her again. Never watched that. Um, no. Yeah, yeah Rolaren. I, I think one of the things that I love is kind of the the story arc with her. Um, Wanting to wear her traditional Bajoran uh, mm. earpiece and not being able to on the Enterprise. Yeah. Yeah. And then eventually, like, they make a concession and they're like, sure. oh, it's cool. And you're all like, yeah, you won that one. That's right. Well, that's right. Well, also, that goes to like a little notch in Picard's leadership mm-hmm. bed or bedpost or belt or whatever the fuck you want to yeah. call it. <laughs> like, Picard's like, I got this. Like, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. Right, well, on both sides. Yeah. Well, like, I think like if we're going to be this like open and caring society where we accept everybody's stuff, then we have yeah. to accept. There has to be compromise. Well, look right. at Worf and his sash. Mm-hmm. Right. Like he was wearing that sash from day one. Day one. Or Deanna Troy, who didn't always wear. Yeah. Well, Deanna Troy was wearing this like. They started off with like a like, pretty jump salacious. Suit. Skin tight jumpsuit. (laughs) The episode where the other captain takes over the Enterprise and he makes her wear it, and he's so like nonchalant, like, "Oh, I'm forcing you to do this about it." It was (laughs) so great. I love it. And she's like, "Oh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah." She just kind of like, I guess, fucked my yeah. (laughs) Okay, I guess whatever. But she's also supposed to be like this, like strong person. I also like, I don't hate her or love her i just kind of am like i mean she's a character See, she I'm is a grown character. to hate her she, what what, what well, the and uh, her relationship yes. with Worf at the end i'm like yeah right so she um uh the greatest generation gentlemen call her a potted plant <laughs> where they don't utilize mina sirtis appropriately for her acting uh scale mm-hmm 
So they end up using her as a potted plant, mm. which is mm-hmm. kind of a bummer yeah. in many ways because there are several episodes where they've written her in and done a very good job of like expanding her character. The episode where she has a baby. Yeah. Yeah, that was crazy. That so Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. So I had just had my my child and yeah. I'm like watching all these episodes and she like goes through the whole like pregnancy, birth, and then the death of her mm-hmm. child. I was like, I can't yeah. watch yeah. I can't watch this anymore. I have to take a break because I was like bawling. I was like, uh-huh. Oh my gosh. I mean, I know he couldn't stick around because he was like destroying things, but <laughs> No, it 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 yeah. It's crazy. I've had dreams about like weird things happen to my kids, and I'm like, holy shit, is that like a premonition? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I will panic about it for well, like a long time. That was the first time that I experienced like I can't watch episodes of television of any television shows mm. now. I used to love like procedural cop dramas oh, yeah. and stuff, but now if they have children getting hurt, I'm like, mm-hmm. no. Nope, oh yeah, next it totally episode, changes your it. like your house you and perspective oh, yeah, on it absolutely and then going them. back and seeing things that you were like this was awesome I and really, you're like oh, oh no mm, i'm not comfortable with this anymore chas no. is chas is like that yeah it, it that All was right. like the first time i experienced that yeah with that it's episode. tough yeah it's tough. <laughs> i was like mm. let's talk about how much we like or dislike pulaski <laughs> i think pulaski uh, I can't remember why Marina Sirtis was out. There's a reason, and then they brought Pulaski in. Pulaski was actually in the original series. Mm. And Pulaski, like, I, I disliked her from day one for the entire series. In mm. fact, I would often skip through, like, season two yeah. just to get through her. But with uh, The Greatest Generation Gentlemen talking about Pulaski, it really brought a different perspective in it in which I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, like I, I can see this perspective that is interesting that I didn't make notes on that I can't talk about right now. So, <laughs> so, like, someone's going to correct you in the comments, but it sure. was uh, so Crusher, I, yeah. not not Marina Sirtis. Oh, right. I'm sorry. Crusher, Crusher. Yeah. Yeah. you got it. So I... Gates McFadden. Ooh, Gates I remembered McFadden. it. You Look got it. You, uh-huh. you I... watch the... Uh, you don't skip the... Uh, the intro. Credit, the intro. Yeah. <laughs> no, the music's too good. <laughs> <laughs> <It's great>. <laughs> <laughs> I've only heard this intro like five hundred thousand times, but no, yeah, it's no. fine. The only intro you skip is Enterprise. <laughs> oh God, yes. Sorry, Rod Stewart. <laughs> really? We love you. But... Oh my gosh. All right. Just you wait. Okay. All right. So but, Pulaski. Pulaski. So Pulaski. I did not like her to start with, but she grew on me. Yes. And then yes. when they brought back. Crusher. Crusher. I was like, really? I want Pulaski back. Okay, the Pulaski was a polarizing Mm. individual. I'm sure she was. She was not. She was not taking shit from anyone. No, and she also liked to drink some booze. Yeah, I'm okay (laughs) with that. Drink some booze and then go to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it was like they tried to take Bones from the original series and switch it up a little bit Uh to be on the Enterprise, and 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 I kind of love that about Pulaski but it's definitely one of those ones where you're just like ah oh, it's a Pulaski episode yeah I, am I gonna stay and watch this one I don't know yeah she just kind of grew on me and I think it's because she just didn't take any shit from people yeah 
And she also wasn't like whiny about it either. Yeah, no. And I feel You're like right. I feel like you know our other doctor is just kind of whiny. Again, potted plant in many regards. Yeah. And there's also like this and underlying she kept talking tension. About, That's my son, Wesley. Right. But there's also like this underlying tension between her and Jean Luc Picard mm-hmm. that was like, either always, yes or no. I like, don't know. I, like I felt weird about that. Well, that's what I'm saying. Either yes or no. Like either do yeah. it or don't do it. But yeah. like, let's not continue oh, this. One tension. of my favorite favorite scenes is uh, the naked now. I think when they get all like drunky mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like and she's like unbuttoning her like little thingy down and showing some little little cleavage and he's like no doctor <laughs> and he does this like little <laughs> like giggle I fucking love it because Picard is like I want to fuck you, but it's not happening. It's not happening. Like, I got to no. fucking professional. <laughs> right. And then when their minds are connected in another episode oh, later oh, on. Yes. Oh, yes. And yeah. he, he has those thoughts, and she's like, Sean Luke. <laughs> he's like, yeah, man, I want to hey. fuck you. So, like, Because he's, like, me. behind her watching yeah. her walk ahead yeah. of him. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, dang, look at that bootay. <laughs> All right. So this is a weird one for me to dislike, but the uh, love interest who is the stellar cartographer – who like Picard is like, uh, I want my Euro grade tea hot and I can't get it because the replicators are down and he goes in and this like bitch ass woman who's like, you just ruined three hours of work. Mm-hmm. It's like they're working in a dark room. Oh like, yeah. 400 years in the future. Yeah. I did not like her just right. for the record. Didn't right. like her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nope. <laughs> nope. Check. Check. Didn't Check. like that just, one. Nope. I want to make that very public. Didn't like John Luc Picard's uh, love interest. Not only not did I, one. not only was I not physically attracted to her, but I did not like her attitude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, hard pass. <laughs> no thanks. So I, my notes are all out of order, but really funny little thing about Crusher is my mother is a redhead. Mm. And my first job that I ever had, which we talked about last week, was uh, working at the same restaurant. Working at this restaurant here, my boss used to tell my mom how much she looked like Dr. Crusher. Mm. <laughs> and it's the flipping truth. Really? It's the truth. Like You lived that's with cool. Dr. Crusher all I your life. I lived with Dr. Crusher. Yeah, except Dr. Crusher behaved like Pulaski. Mm. Take no shit from nobody. <laughs> like, that's seriously. The perfect, that's like the perfect mis- mixture, I think. Oh, yeah. my gosh. My mom. My mom is amazing. Is is amazing. She is just like this. Like, we'll talk about moms later in another episode. <laughs> oh my gosh! So um, we already hit up lessons learned and leadership. Like, I feel like. Uh, all right, all right, all right. To talk about. I don't like the mirror universe. Oh, I don't like it. Okay, don't like it. Wow. I love the mirror universe. So many people do. I only love it because it's one of those things that's not around. I don't know if I could watch a whole show just about the mirror universe. Sure. This is at the very the very end. They only introduced the mirror universe towards the like season six or seven. Okay. Well, I mean, we get it in oh, the original series first. Right, right. That's right. You know, so yeah, of course we, we get it there. And then I think one of the things that I love is in Enterprise. 
they go back to those sets in the original series. Mm. And so you have Captain Archer going back there, but then you get to see the, the evil, the mirror universe Captain Archer, which was great because everyone just kills each other to get like higher in rank. Yeah. Um, and then uh, seeing that in Deep Space Nine, I thought was a great like little play off of that episode to see Cisco go back and, and you know, be in the, the yellow. Uh, that yeah. was a fun episode. It was a fun episode. Really fun. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, and then the question is, okay, maybe my brain is not thinking about this properly, but did we get a proper mirror universe in the next generation? I thought we did. I... We had a mirror darkly. Okay. So... But I don't think that that was the same thing. Interesting. Yeah. Well, so no research done here, but you know. But so that's why I was asking about the mirror universe because mm-hmm. I'm I'm thinking I I don't know that I've heard of the mirror universe oh. yet. Oh. So like just you wait. The only thing that I'm thinking is like, oh, in the next generation towards the end, we see like that they have to like they're trying to stop some disaster from happening. Yes, on an, on that's another enterprise, right? Right. Yes. So and that's so, a mirror darkly, I think okay. is the name of that episode. Okay. And it's like arc. And I was like, okay, so what is happening here? Because it's like Jean-Luc has retired and everybody thinks he's losing his mind. And he's like, no, no, no. But then they end up creating the the whole issue because everyone is trying to, like, shoot. It was, right. It was That's wild. the final episode. Yes. Yeah. That is the last mm-hmm. episode. Yeah. 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 That's why I was like, I don't know that I've... No, I guess they don't really. I don't think so. Yeah, because the mirror darkly, it's they they encounter another enterprise, and Tasha Yar is on this enterprise well after Tasha Yar has Uh left, and you know, like there's this whole like, do we bring you over to the ship, and and this whole other thing. Same thing in Voyager. I don't. No, no, that's early on. That's like Mm -hmm. fifth or sixth season. Mm -hmm. But and that's where like Shooter McGavin. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. That's 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 like uh, season four or five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, I do remember but, the Tasha Yar because she died pretty early. Mm-hmm. She did. Tasha was great. Yeah. Uh, loved her. But uh, the mirror universe is like, mm-hmm. just imagine, and this is the reason I don't like it. Like, these guys are good, and I don't like the idea that they're bad. Mm. I kind of like, I I like to see the, op- like, I love seeing the opposite of stuff play out. Mm-hmm. I want to see that. I want to see the evil Jean-Luc Picard. Like, right. what does an evil Jean-Luc Picard do? Yeah. Because well, he's so... I skip those episodes so often that I don't know. Yeah. I don't know about you. Well, now I have like, to I go back them. and try and find them. And well, and I'm sure, like, obviously, I mean, we're talking about pop culture. I think yeah. the whole idea of, oh, well, because he has a goatee, he's the evil one, right? <laughs> You've had to right. have seen that. Right, oh, and, and yeah. like that's where that <laughs> all comes from. That now. Yeah, so Spock is your, you know, oh, evil Spock is the Spock that has the goatee. That's yeah. how we know the difference. That's how we know um, who the bad yeah, guy is. Yeah. <laughs> um, <and laughs> well, like, like Riker. Mm-hmm. What does he look like as evil? Because he has like he's I gone through remember. all kinds. Of it's stuff. probably no first episode Riker with like no the beard. baby face. Yeah. 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 No yeah. beard. Riker is weird. Yeah. That's super weird. So yeah. weird. Even I looked at him before I even knew that he grew yeah. a beard, and I was like, yeah, something's not right about you. Yeah. Know? Speaking Season of Riker, two. great episode where it's the split off, oh, the transporter yeah. accident that oh creates the second Riker. Love oh. it. Love yes. it. It also makes uh. me think about, like, uh, oh, this gets real weird and dirty, but this is not a uh, here we go PG episode. But like, we're about to learn a whole lot about. <laughs> 
Russell right we now. We can add the disclaimer at the beginning. The, uh, oh, it's already explicit. Yeah, okay, you know, perfect. Yeah, this, done, so, uh, <laughs> this is a rowdy. <laughs> what is it? And I watch, I listen to Dungeons and Daddies. <laughs> this is a rowdy, horny podcast for adults. <laughs> Warning. I need to do that. It's not a BDSM podcast. Right, never mind. I'm not it's into a Dungeons it. and Dragons. <laughs> I was going to say that's that's where my brain went first. No, so. and they literally everyone thinks that, so they started putting that in their intro, like this Dungeons and Daddies is um, Dungeons and Dragons podcast. That's amazing. not a BDSM podcast. No, so I think about, and and I know the guys on um, what was that one show that? Uh, uh, the fuck, what's his name? Um, Seth MacFarlane did. Yeah, uh, uh, not Galaxy Quest. Also another great yes. movie. Yeah. But, um, uh, the Orville. The Orville. Who the fuck doesn't like the Orville? Oh my That's God, like that Star Trek so with hookers yeah. and mm-hmm. like, gambling. I'm sorry. Like, it's I like have if we literally had literally never heard of oh, this. You need to watch the Orville. Yeah. So, Orville. so okay. uh, Seth MacFarlane wanted to be a writer on Star Trek mm-hmm. and it never happened. So he. Like after he's like wealthy and like can do with the shit. He's he like, I'm not gonna write my own, own Star Trek. Trek. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like, I can't remember the dude who's like the wharf like guy. Yes. Who's like super horny and yeah. like would go into the the holodeck, and like program up like, like crazy orgies. So like I'm like so instead yeah. of like doing fighting. <laughs> Like war oh, yeah. fighting orgies, it's just real actual. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is you know that that's what we'd use the holodex for. That's what the I mean, Orville that's like. A, yeah, that's a hundred percent. That's a hundred percent what people Absolutely. right now well, would use. Well, and that's what I love about Deep Space Nine is they actually kind of delve <laughs> yes, into that a little holodeck, bit. The holo suites, yes, like they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah uh-huh. you gotta rent cost this out. Me, yeah, cost me an arm and a leg. Yeah. They did right. not shy away from that. Yeah. No, they did not. I so, mean, Quark is all about making that money. Right. So, yeah. I mean, that makes sense. So I think about that. Like, I also think about the Harry Potter universe of like, like making another one of yourself, and then be oh, like, yeah. oh yeah, man, let's have yeah. some fun. Like, <laughs> so how wait, would it feel like to fuck I, yourself? I imagine or, <laughs> Russell yeah. is just like, hmm, another Russell. Yes. 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 Right. Russell on Russell action. Sure. I mean, it's I, yourself. But also, is, I personally, I don't think that the other me would want to do anything with me. Because <laughs> I'm like, no. Not but if really. it's you, then you're like, well, yeah, let's listen. No. Anyway. The other, because <laughs> I'm like, personally, I don't even like, I'm not attracted to me. So, <laughs> so wild to think about like, no, the other me would be just, no, I'm not touching you. No. That's really funny. We we'd probably sit around and uh, cuddle and watch Netflix or something, nice. but we There's... wouldn't like. There would be no sexual action. No. <laughs> Big tourist energy. Right, right, right. So because because like maybe out. you're like yes. feeling it, but your like replicant is not. <laughs> so like... Neither one of us would be feeling it. We would just be like, no, fine. It's cuddle time. I'll I'll rub your back and then you can rub mine. Yeah. And then we'll make food together and eat. You know what? Even better, let's just order it from Uber Eats. <laughs> that spot on my back that I can never reach. You know what? I got one. you. Itch it. I got you. Yeah. Yes. That's, that's exactly. Love it. I know exactly how you want me to massage yeah. that knot yeah. out. All right. <laughs> Completely in the opposite direction. I love it. Uh, is, I, am, I am really excited about my twin. You know yeah. what I mean? Right. Well, I think I'm, about that all the time. I'm excited. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm well, excited like maybe, for them maybe, to get that knot in my back real good. Maybe I could take some polyjuice potion and uh, chastise swatch, swip, swish rolls. There you go. Like, there you go. 
Who hasn't yeah. thought about that? Yeah. I mean, who hasn't I, thought, I've about thought about that? I've thought about that. Have you thought about it? Yeah, being the opposite. Everybody's thought about it. Absolutely. Like, what yeah. does it... So, <laughs> this is way <laughs> off topic, and I'm loving that we're... Well, the Holosuite's the got us here. I, yeah. I blame them. Blame the Holosuite. I blame Quark for this. Polyjuice potion has burned this off for me, so... But, like... Who hasn't wondered, uh, for me, it's more like, what does it feel like to be a dude? Absolutely. Like, what does it feel like, yeah. you know, like, what is that What is that sensation? I don't know what it feels like for me, but, like, is it the inverse of that? Like, I don't know. Right. That's weird. Yeah. I don't know. Just, well, I just, I, I, I sent Chas a, uh, a meme, and Chas and I love sharing memes, and it was uh, this uh, oh, probably wildly inappropriate meme um, type fact about uh <laughs> there were air quotes yes yeah. in case you Listeners. couldn't hear the air quotes and right and i'm going to read it because it happened today when a woman has an orgasm her body releases large amounts of the cuddle hormone oxyto- oxytocin yeah which increases the need for bonding men only get a surge of pleasure that's equal to taking three milligrams of volume shit <gasps> like who knows what the this? fuck is that all about i i will say this i don't like to cuddle well okay this divulging a little too much chas is like all right i'm done and like turn over and go to sleep Mm. like done yeah no and i'm like okay i'm gonna cuddle myself (laughs) there you go i'll just cuddle myself over here this is why you need a twin russell so you can get the cuddles (laughs) i like to be the little spoon (laughs) oh i love being little spoon chas is good at spooning me yeah yeah Anyway. Right. So, like, so hollow addiction. Hollow addiction. Uh, Barkley. Right. We can talk about oh his hollow addiction, God. right? Right. Well, so interesting fact I learned about Barkley. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The actor he was who the played guy that was, Barkley, like, super who was, into... Who was he from, like, uh, the A-team? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, he's, like, a right-wing weirdo. Now. Is he? Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. See, again, all these things. I learned this from the uh, the Greatest Generation. Mm. Uh-huh. I, I know I mentioned them a lot, but check them out. <laughs> well, now <laughs> it's far more entertaining than this. <laughs> I don't know. We hollow really addiction. Got... Yeah. yeah, and uh, it would, it would, so they also joke around about uh, Jordy being a men's activist mm. <laughs> because he can never get laid. <laughs> <laughs> like he keeps trying. That poor bastard. So hard. Just cannot yeah. get it. Even yeah. though like. He's had opportunities, and you know, it never happened. Well, the okay. Barkley, hollow addiction. So Voyager, that guy that was on their ship, what was his name? That was the serial killer. Oh yeah, yes. yes. Suter, right? Not, I yeah. think you're right. Suter. Yeah. Oh my goodness, those episodes were oh, soups and so good because he was yeah. a Betazoid. Yes, and like he was full on Betazoid. Yes. So yeah. like, you know, this dude was crazy, and the actor. Like he's been in so many things that he's great. He was in the X Files, if you yes, remember. That's right. Uh, great episode yeah, where yeah. he was like the the psychic. Uh, oh. Such a great episode yes. of the X Files. I think I just watched that too. He was in one of the Aliens movies. I think it was Aliens Three. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, he has this ability to just have wet eyes all yes. the time, Ugh. and he just looks like he is in just constant pain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's so good at that. And those yeah. episodes. Um, with yes. on, on Voyager, where like, oh my god, when he and the doctor save the crew, yes, oh, uh, the yeah. greatest, oh, yeah, yes, yeah, and he, oh, just you, like, you're like, oh my god, could you imagine being stuck on a ship mm. with a betazoid serial killer? Mm-hmm. And he's like, I've just always had these impulses, yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> how amazing is that? <gasps> 
yeah. Oh my gosh, there's so much. Like we can we can keep going all day long. Yes, we could, but so, it's getting near it, two hours. <laughs> yeah, it is. And I've got a couple more things okay. I want to talk about. One in particular really is, and I think we could probably end on this, is how comforting Star Trek is. Mm. Oh yeah. You know, like I feel like Star Trek we can watch in one episode have our uh, conflict and resolution and be done. Mm-hmm. And as yeah. somebody who struggles with anxiety, has struggled with depression, has struggled with all of the stuff that happens with life, and I feel like when I'm stressed, I turn on Trek. Mm. Mm-hmm. It is it is a known comfort for me. And uh, an article came up a few months ago about how uh, watching repetitively repetitively watching a show can be comforting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and it's because you already know the outcome. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. But I feel like uh, Star Trek, the original, we're going to back up just a hair about you not watching TOS. Mm-hmm. So the TOS, I, I watched The Next Generation. I was like, I, get, I guess I got to watch TOS. Mm-hmm. It's the same feeling. It has the yeah. same heart. So it may be a little cheesy mm. in some ways, but it's still got the same heart and soul. Mm-hmm. And that's where I still like TOS. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched it since, but like it's still got some good soul. Right. So the 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 comforting factor to Star Trek is is incredible and in how like after a stressful day, I can come home, turn on a couple episodes of Star Trek mm-hmm. and totally like unwind. Yeah. Because I know it's going to be okay. Yeah. And I learn something new every time I watch it. And I think the proceduralness of it, too. Yeah. That just you, They're exploring, especially the next generation, where we're exploring new areas, where we're learning new things about people and different species and whatever. And it's like, oh, okay, yeah, no. Yeah. They're going to have some sort of interaction. The only episodes that stress me out a little bit are the Q episodes. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, because he's so wild. It's just so unknown. Yeah, I love that about you. I I think, like for me, uh, we moved to Virginia from Ocracoke, North Carolina, (laughs) right, and the Outer Banks. I know that. Yeah, Ocracoke, North Carolina. Wow. I I, if I had stayed, it would have been like one of three in my graduating class, right? Wow. Um. So we move in the middle of our well, you know, at the end of fifth grade, we moved to Virginia, out into the country. I don't know anyone. Which country? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I need to know. Yeah, uh, King and Queen County. Okay. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. yeah. I was Powhatan. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 Oh, um, nightmare. So, you know, we move out there, and on Ocracoke, we had cable, and we, we get to Virginia. We don't have cable. We don't have satellite. I have a black and white TV that has rabbit ears, and mm-hmm. one of the only channels that I could get to come on was the channel that aired Star Trek Next Generation. And so that was my comfort when I came to Virginia was Star Trek Next Generation. When I got into high school and uh, it was my first like steady girlfriend, um, when I would go and visit her for study dates, uh, there were air quotes there. um, We, I would always make this connection with her mom because her mom was a Star Trek fan. Wow. And we would watch episodes of Star Trek. And then I would sometimes just go over there to watch an episode of Star Trek with her mom while she's in, you know, doing other things in her house. Amazing. And, you know, so the comfort there of being comfortable, you know, sharing this with, you know, a powerful woman and, yeah. and um, then, you know, moving into to college and finding 
Star Trek fans that were people that I could be friends with because you know this again going into an unknown and not knowing these people and finding this connection through Star Trek um and then same thing with Diane like one of the first things that we did when we got together was there was a Memorial Day or Labor Day marathon of Star Trek the original series and we (laughs) set an alarm (laughs) <laughs> to get up and watch it all day. And that was one of those first bonding things for us. Wow. Is we bonded over Star Trek and then watching Star Trek Next Generation in like, you know, um, syndicated airings right. as it was airing. Um, and then now being able to share that with my son and have him really truly be engaged and see it and and not us forcing it upon him because when he decided he didn't like Next Generation, <laughs> we were like, okay, we're done. And, uh, you know, when he said, I kind of want to watch something else and, you know, he had seen that like Netflix will play like a trailer of it, right. if you will. Yeah. And he was like, well, that looks kind of interesting. And so we we're like, yes, because that's our favorite. And so you know, like, <laughs> him wanting to to like want it and like it. And, um, you know, I think that that for me, it's always been this level of comfort and fun and enjoyment. And like you said, you know, really it, you know the outcome, and especially for me, I've seen all yeah, the episodes. Yeah. Like, oh, we know the outcome, and then of course, like we can talk about other ones that we haven't seen. We <laughs> don't know the outcome yet, but yeah, um, yeah, that's yeah for me. That's awesome. Well, and I uh, for me, Star Trek became kind of like a connecting factor for my partner and I. Like, his mom passed away at the very beginning of of the pandemic, so I never was able to meet her. But that is something that they had, you know, as a family, they would watch Star Trek a lot. And it was kind of like a thing that they would do that in Lord of the Rings and stuff like that. So for us, it's kind of this connection to his past and his childhood, whereas I grew up watching like Roseanne and, and <laughs> shit like that. But um, yeah, so I I think that <laughs> this is a very it is a very connecting thing. And I think that it, you know helps us build together this yeah. relationship and connection with other people and that's beautiful yeah. and it goes back to like i think you know especially with voyager that mm-hmm. relationship building in that yes. episode um you know i think uh, obviously the original series once you do get around to watching it which <laughs> it's one of those ones like you said it's only around for three seasons right so, so you can kind of knock it out but it's quick. also like 60 episodes it, let's yeah, be fair that's true that is true they were long seasons i forgot about that yes um, I mean, all of the Star Trek yeah. have been long seasons. Yeah. And that one was truly like sci-fi for sci-fi's sake. Right. You know, here we are. We're doing this. Gene Roddenberry, hey, here we go. We're doing this. Right. And then Next Generation was about pushing that further and exploring right. further out into this galaxy that we have. Right. Um, and Deep Space Nine giving us the ability to kind of even stay see, put. stay put and see different areas that come to you. Right. You know, and I think that that's cool. Like here we are, we're basically this truck stop of the universe. Right. You know? <laughs> because it's right next to this. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. The exit to the freeway. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> it's the on-ramp it's and the off-ramp. Ramp. Right. Exactly. Um, and then, you know, with, with Voyager, then really taking the unknown of what we don't know about. And then we really get to kind of see some of the nuances of 
all of those things that we knew that were there and like even you with this discovery today like hey all of the replicator stuff is <laughs> from waste um yeah. everything that's replicated is made from waste um you know getting to kind of know more about that right. and what happens when when things break down what happens when starfleet regulations don't make sense right um and There's then a lot really of that seeing that yeah, yeah exactly that evolution of that kind of come to right. play over the multiple series is, right. is really kind of cool yeah they uh they break the uh the prime directive a lot. Yeah. Yes. I think the prime directive should be on a case by case basis. Flexible. Yeah. yeah. It's more of, more of a guideline really. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um yeah. so this has been a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. I have really enjoyed this. This is awesome. I I, uh, I know I didn't bring a whole lot, but I love nerding out about yeah. this. This is pretty well, great. This this is why I wanted you in on this right. because of your new perspective, mm-hmm. but also you as an individual have really interesting uh insights mm-hmm. and you've got a lot to share. So oh, yeah. I, I love really talking. enjoy that. And Josh, <laughs> I thought that you were like Marvel and Star Wars. Yeah. Like, There's I, so much more to me now. And well, no, I, I know <laughs> this now, and, and I love that. <laughs> yeah. You're like a Star Trek episode. Now, when you're ready for the, the, the Marvel episode, then, you know, we will we will have the conversation. But. I, um, I don't – there's so much about this podcast that can encompass so many yeah. different yeah. things. Yeah. That, uh, I'm, like – I'm really looking forward to the, the Jenko Jeans episode. <laughs> Oh, and yeah. and old school vans. Yeah, well, I I was an Airwalks chain kid. wallet. Oh, yeah. also air. Oh yeah, Airwalks. I was Airwalks. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But I dug through Friday night and showed Stella my pictures of my Jinko jeans yep. days. Yep. And then posted them online because you know we Did. didn't actually have that sort of platform growing up. No. So now we have to put our embarrassing pictures online now. I was sharing with Stella about the journey. There was a picture where I looked miserable at a bus station in Gainesville, Florida. (laughs) And uh, the road trip down turned really weird with, like, three best friends. I won't share the details, but I ended up spending the rest of my money on records, which was clearly more important than food. Mm. So for about (laughs) 48 hours, I had no food, nothing. And every time the Greyhound bus stopped... From Mobile, Alabama, to, or from from Gainesville, Florida to Mobile, Alabama, I was hungry. All these assholes with money would get off the bus and come back eating their beef jerky, <laughs> and I was so fucking hungry. Oh my gosh! That's so, a, a lesson in opportunity cost. Right. Well, look, I still have every single one of those records. They so are the all joke's there. on them. That's Those right. Those beef jerky eating assholes. I don't regret them one bit. <laughs> so, yeah. Perfect. Anyway, Jinkos. Yeah. That was a, that was a, a miserable picture where, like, I don't know what the hell I was thinking, but I was like, take a picture of me while I'm standing at the Greyhound bus station. <laughs> like, <laughs> but anyway, Star, Star Trek. Trek is amazing. <laughs> We're so glad we got to talk about this and yeah. nerd out. There will be so much more to talk about. Oh my gosh! In the this like now I get why um, people have like Star Trek podcasts. Mm-hmm. There's so much to talk about that yeah. you can't really encom- like in- encapsulate it into one episode. No. And uh, like the first time I'd heard of the Greatest Generation, I was like, "Oh yeah, 
like I want Nicole on this because she is so new with Star Trek. It would be fun <laughs> to have like a different perspective and have this like fun podcast. And then I'm like, eh, everybody's doing it. So I finally like did what we're doing now, mm-hmm. which I think is really fun. And it just gives us a lot of uh, a lot of leeway to discuss more than just Star Trek. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you, John. Yeah. Josh. Um, I. <laughs> That gin and tonic made me see John. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's fine. And Nicole, wonderful as always. Josh, we're going to have you back on again. I really enjoy talking to you. It's yeah. really fun. Yeah. And uh, stay tuned for the next episode. I don't know what it's going to be yet. Woohoo. Woo. Bye. Bye.